0: Welcome to the busted open podcast. This is the busted open podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9am to noon Eastern on Sirius XM fight nation channel 156.
2: Hey, what's going on, Busted Open Nation? This is Uncle Bully, and thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Busted Open After Dark Podcast. The four-year anniversary of AEW Dynamite and the first night on Dynamite for Adam Copeland. They started Dynamite with Adam. They ended Dynamite with Adam. And what did Christian say to him at the end? Oh, my God. We're going to break it down. Also, the return of Wardlow. How did he do? I'll let you know what I thought. And big bad mother trucking Will Hobbs. Getting heated up, and I loved it. Tune in. Turn it up. It's going to be a good one. I'm Uncle Bully, and this is the Busted Open After Dark Podcast dynamite essentially going off the air now really enjoyed the final segment edge and christian are absolute master storytellers very good stuff like i said simple and to the point for those of you don't know i'm uncle bully this is busted open after dark thanks for joining us tonight we got so much to get to but i gotta tell you I wouldn't mind if we just talked about Tony Storm and Sky Blue for the next hour. Va-va-voom. Holy Mary, mother of God. We can't just talk about that. And that's a little shout-out for a good friend who wanted to hear me put that over tonight. Uh, the band of the night is Pearl Jam, obviously, for Adam Copeland. And despite La Greca Beckett begging and pleading with me to not play Pearl Jam tonight. We will play Pearl Jam tonight for Edge and just to shove it up LaGreca's butt. Um, like I said, we got a lot to do. We got two big announcements to make. One of the big announcements is next week's Busted Open After Dark. I tweeted a little while ago that I got off the phone with Big Boss Man, Eddie Brasilli. Big, boss, Big man. boss Man. Big Boss Man. Big Boss Man. Exactly. Eddie Brasilli And we got some exciting news coming up about After Dark next Tuesday night. As we all know, the Wednesday Night Wars are back on for one night, and it's next Tuesday. NXT versus i shouldn't say versus i take that back nxt head to head with aew and i've seen some people out there uh, say you know at aew didn't have to go to tuesday nights they're doing this on purpose blah, blah blah it's the major league playoffs folks so that's why they're on tuesday night but man the wrestling world is talking about this um nxt is loaded for bear uh next week they are they are going to they're gonna put their flag in the ground. And I'm not gonna get into next week too much because I'm sure me and LaGreca are gonna get into it a lot tomorrow on Busted Open for three hours. So I want to do after dark tonight and talk to you guys. Um I am confused though. I, I'm I'm really confused. And let me know if you're with me or if you have a great explanation, and I might jump around a little bit tonight. We start the show off with Renee in the back talking to Jericho and Omega. And we see Edge come in halfway through. And I'm like, what? Why are we seeing him in a backstage segment Right off the bat. Odd. Normally you build up, if you're building up, uh, you know, to the first time somebody is going to speak, you hold off on it until it's their time to make their entrance. Kind of takes away from the pop a little bit, you know, kind of takes away from the pomp, the circumstance, and the fanfare. So I'm not really sure why they felt the need to put Edge in that backstage segment with Jericho and Omega, you had plenty of firepower there with Chris and Kenny. But Edge shakes Chris's hand. I think he shook his hand. Or at least they were acknowledging each other. And then Omega reaches across to welcome Adam, and they shake hands. So I'm like, all right, you know, maybe this is the old, maybe Tony Khan was thinking, Let's start off with Detroit Rock City and end with rock and roll all night. They definitely ended with rock and roll all night. But I'm not quite sure that was Detroit Rock City. It was great to see Edge. But you know what? It is what it is. The real confusion comes in later in the show. Now, the tag match between um, it was Fletcher and Takeshita versus Jericho and Omega. Good, Good tag match. That's not where the real meat lies. It really comes in the aftermath with Hobbs coming in and laying both guys out. Now, let me stick to the Edge point. Edge greets Omega and Jericho at the beginning of the show. But Omega and Jericho are getting their ass kicked by Hobbs and Callis, and Edge is not there. What? Like, that's the first thing I said to myself is like, wait, they went out of their way to establish Edge. Talking to Chris and Kenny at the top of the show, why is an edge maybe coming in for the save, which then maybe rolls into his in ring? To me, that it didn't make any sense. It's like a, it's, I'm like really scratching my head. Like now that I see this physicality, which I thought it was a great night for Hobbs, he looks phenomenal. And I spoke about Hobbs on last week's busted open masterclass. Spoke about Hobbs and I spoke about Wardlow. And lo and behold, Wardlow and Hobbs are on dynamite tonight. But where why wasn't Edge there? They should have never had Edge at the beginning of the show. If this is like soap opera and you're running a thread. The first thing I'm, it's like I want to just concentrate on Hobbs and the beatdown and the physicality and the heat. But it's almost like I'm waiting for somebody to come and save these two baby faces. Nobody's coming. And the one Uber baby face that I saw at the beginning of the show is nowhere to be found. So, do you guys feel the same way? Or do you have a great explanation that's, that's going to make me go, oh, okay, I get it now. That's a great point. Because I would like somebody to bring up that great point to me tonight. Like I was saying, also in that segment, we had Hobbs. I thought it was a great night for Hobbs. People in the, the arena was chanting, fuck you, Hobbs. Despite the fact that they let Don Callis do the chair shot on Kenny, I thought that they should have not have had Callis do the chair shot. They should have left it with Hobbs. Don Callis has enough heat. It's time to heat up Hobbs, who reminds me of a mixture between Ahmed Johnson and New Jack. And that's one hell of a mix right there, because Ahmed was a big bad mother trucker who could just tear you limb from limb. And New Jack had an edge that the world never got to see. New Jack was a very unique personality. And I think that's a great mix of two talents all poured into one, Will Hobbs. Talk to Ariel. Tell her hello. She's got a big uh, debut of her new song coming up at the uh, Busted Open uh, party at WrestleMania next year. And she's also managing me October 28th in the ECW arena when I light Enzo, Real One, Amore on fire. She's going to be carrying my barbed wire baseball bat. Yeah. All right. Like I said, we got announcements to make. I got an announcement I'm going to make about the party that I'm throwing for the nation. From me to you as a little thank you. You're going to want to stick around for that. And also, huge announcement. Got the call from the big boss man, Eddie big boss man About next week's Busted Open After Dark. Let's see. Wardlow. Haven't seen Wardlow in a while. You guys know how I feel about Wardlow. Too much hitting the gas. Too much hitting the brakes. Too much hitting the gas, too much hitting the brakes. Wardlow looked visibly annoyed tonight. Like, not like character annoyed, like shoot annoyed. Don't know if he was just doing a really great job with his facials or something was bothering him. It's going to take a lot for me to get back on board with Wardlow. How about you? Uh, I just don't know. Tonight, I thought, was a much better night for Hobbs than it was for Wardlow. It was a decent night for Wardlow. It was a good restart. If you're going to be reintroduced, you got to take that first step. He came in and just powerbombed Griff Garrison to death. I would have liked to have seen him take his time though and let the crowd actually start chanting one more time after every powerbomb as opposed to just going in there and physicality, 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 physicality and then just jump out and jump over the guardrail and leave. Soak it in. You only had five minutes. That doesn't mean you just have to beat the shit out of somebody. Let them fall back in love with The monster with the beast with the menace that is Wardlow. You were over with the people every single time you came back. You have to get back over with the people and you have to let them get behind you. If you go too fast, they don't have an opportunity to do that. So, I'm really hoping. That creative has something for Wardlow and they get him back on track. I enjoyed the whole stuff with Bullet Club Gold and MJF, MJF getting laid out. Every time I see Jay White, I believe he takes a step forward character-wise. I enjoyed seeing MJF stay down. But then he got back up and he said, you're on. He has to accept the challenge. So I guess at full um, at full gear, we're getting Jay White versus MJF for the AEW championship. MJF is denying that that was him in the mask. He says that the mask was stolen from his locker room. Who knows? Decent storytelling here. We definitely have to stick around to find out what's going to happen. see phoenix and nick jackson i know i'm bouncing around a lot here doesn't matter though i'm trying to tell you the stuff that i that i dug great action amazing athleticism fun match right up an aew fans alley when it comes to the type of uh matches that aew puts on spot fest wrestling and there is a there is a place on the card for spot fest wrestling, but even though it is spot fest wrestling, that doesn't mean you can't register and sell a little more. Once again, questionable refereeing, questionable refereeing in this match and beyond, questionable refereeing in the tag match with Jericho. I wish that they would do a little bit of a better job with this stuff, but you've heard me say that before. But Phoenix and Nick Jackson, very fun match. Do, going out there and doing stuff that I sure as hell can't do. If I tried, I'd break something. I'd break a hip. I'd fall and I can't get up. They had some audio issues tonight. I'm not going to break their balls about audio issues. issues. It can happen. You just got to try to polish it up. Uh, I did not hear the, you know, obviously the whole Roderick Strong promo with Adam Cole and the kingdom. And then they seemed to have fixed it. They came back on air and they put all the heat on TBS and said it was TBS's fault. Excalibur said, yeah, TBS made a mistake. So we'll uh, play the promo now. Um, and we got the promo. It's entertaining, but at times I feel like I'm watching kids as opposed to grown-ass men. And if Mark Henry was here right now, he would probably agree. A lot of – it was different when Adam Cole did this best friend stuff with MJF, because it was too – completely different personalities. When I'm watching him tonight do it with Roderick, to me, this is just my opinion, it's a little corny. It's a little too kiddy. It's a little too nerdy. But you know what? If you dug it, you dug it. And I'd like to know what you have to say about it. We had... The Acclaimed versus the Butcher and the Blade. You still on board with the Acclaimed? I don't know. They go out there, they do their thing. I like that they use a modified version of the What's Up. It works. It's very flattering that uh, so many talents in the business borrow or blatantly rip off, which I don't care. Things that me and Devon have done in the past. What did you think about Edge not mentioning the Hardys tonight? He mentions FTR. He mentions the Young Bucks. He doesn't mention the Hardys. Maybe because he wants to do new things and he doesn't want to remind people of the stuff that have already, that's already been done. But I can guarantee you this. If FTR is standing across the ring from Edge and Christian one day, the crowd's going to go crazy. And if Edge and Christian are standing across from the Young Bucks one day, the crowd is going to go crazy. But if Edge and Christian are standing across from the Hardys one day, the crowd's going to go thermonuclear. People want to see that. And you don't have to get to it immediately. And maybe it's a good thing that Edge didn't get to it immediately and he didn't mention it Mention it, because there are new matchups that he wanted to embark on with Christian. And Edge and Christian are going to tell a great story throughout this whole time that Edge is there. I wonder if Edge is going to beg and plead with Jay. I wonder if he's just going to leave it alone. I wonder why he wasn't there to make the save for Jericho and Omega. next week's gonna be huge in pro wrestling next tuesday normally we do busted open after dark on a wednesday night but because of the big matchup of aew going head-to-head with nxt we are doing busted open after dark next tuesday night next tuesday night right here on sirius xm channel 156 10pm right after AEW and NXT go off the air and there is no way in hell that we could possibly cover both of those shows in one hour so for those of you who've been hitting me up on the old Twitter machine asking me about next Tuesday night me and the big boss man Eddie Brasilli, talked Andre Big Boss Man Thank you next week's busted open after dark will be 2 hours long that's right 2 hours of busted open after dark next tuesday night starting at 10 p.m. whenever NXT and AEW go off the air and i guarantee you they're both going to run over 10 p.m. we saw it from AEW tonight and NXT does it on a regular basis 2 hours so we can cover as much as we possibly can Just me, Uncle Bully, and you, the Busted Open After Dark Nation. So I hope you all tune in next Tuesday night. I'll remind you, obviously, on the old Twitter machine. I'm sure we'll be tweeting out um, from the Busted Open account, yada yada, next Tuesday night, two hours after dark. My second announcement is I've been wanting to do something cool for the busted open nation for a while. Now I couldn't, uh, I knew I wanted to throw you guys like a party, just like a kind of a little thank you thing from me to you. So this is open to the, everybody. If you can hear me, it's open to you. If you live in the state of Washington and you want to come to this party, by all means, I hope you can make it. But I think we're looking at fans from New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, the surrounding areas. So put this one on the calendar. Little thank you from Uncle Bully to all of you. Can have a party on Monday night, October 30th. The night before Halloween, which is normally called Mischief Night. <laughs> we're gonna have a Monday Night Raw Watch Party. And we're gonna do it at Bar Anticipation in Lake Como, New Jersey, basically Belmar. We're gonna do it from seven to 11. I'm gonna do a Q and A with you guys in the busted open nation from seven to eight. And then we'll all watch raw together from eight to 11 or whatever time you can stay till. Kind of like a dress up party, come dressed up as your favorite wrestler. I don't care if that's a WWE wrestler, an AEW wrestler. I don't care if you come dressed as stupid stuttering Bubba Ray Dudley. Come dressed up at whoever you want. There's going to be a first place prize. What that's going to be, I'm not sure of yet, but I want it to be special. I mean, yeah, maybe it'll be cash, but like, you know, I'm going to think of something cool as a good first place prize. So Monday night, October 30th, bar anticipation, Lake Como, New Jersey, Monday night, raw watch party. With me, Uncle Bully, Uh, no admission, no nothing. Everything, you know, come in, it's free. You you want booze? You got to, yeah, you got to pay for your booze. You got to pay for your food. But let's all get together. We'll watch Monday Night Raw together. We'll talk about it. I'll come hang out at the table with you. All that happy horse shit. And uh, let, let's have a blast, you know. I, I hope everybody can make it, and uh, and we'll and we'll and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll make a good time out of it. Normally, when we throw any type of busted open party, the nation never lets us down, and you guys show up in droves. I'll remind you about it on the old Twitter machine. So those are the two announcements next Tuesday night after dark, two hours right here on Channel One Fifty Six. And October 30th, bar anticipation, Lake Como, New Jersey, the Jersey Shore. We'll throw some napkins in the air and we'll watch Monday Night Raw together. And we can either put it over or bury it.
0: Busted Open as part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Foundation channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism, OCMD Streaming Audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring, and full throttle is half the fun, where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at oceocean.com.